I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. No, I'm not even doing the, I'm not even doing the countdown. What did you say to me, big man? Can you play that, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have the kind of want to start this one off. Just for a one-time thing. Oh my god! All right, I'll, I'll let you do this, mm-hmm. but don't fuck it up. You have my word. All right, go for it. Don't fuck it up, big man. start this one off i guess go for it did i ever tell you the time when i went to watch a film and well someone was in the background cinema giving someone a uh sexual maneuver well and kind of stopped (laughs) kind of with their mouth yeah (gasps) what kind of if we go talk about your exploits down down this is this is not about me i can honestly say that it has nothing to do with me i was just watching the film and then someone got a, a, a torch shown in their face and set person ran down the stairs zipping off his jeans and the uh, lady friend of his was uh, leaving, wiping her mouth. I don't... <laughs> Welcome to And That's Why I Messed Up, the podcast. Yeah, you fucked it up, mate. You're, about... you're not signing it ever again. You just, basically, you just, you just disgusted you're never us. Starting it. You're never you just disgusted again. us. That's just disgusted. Never... You're never starting again. Both of y'all were silent, so I think point was done. No, no, it's done. You're done. Welcome to And That's Why We Messed Up, the podcast speaking about nerdery, geekery, and all else in between from a South London postcode. I'm really sorry that you had to endure that, people. She actually Um, sounds mad. You actually sound mad. You actually made Chantal mad. Because I, I, I don't even know what that was about, and I'm confused. I also don't want to ask what the topic is, because it's Big Man's turn. And I, I don't know how to deal with that. In fact, you know, how I deal with that is I'll give a shout out to uh, a listener called Kitten X Taylor, who really, really enjoyed um, our episode and gave us some love on our Instagram at Messed Up Pod. So that's what I'm going to do to deal with that madness. So how are you doing, guys? I'm okay. How about you? No, you, you're, you're really not. You're, you're not okay. I have issues. I have issues. I basically... <laughs> start things off and i gave big man the the uh, gave uh, big man arcs and i let him do it and that's what okay at least my things end on a laugh that just ended in silence you did silence is golden which kind of links to to today's topic which is i'm scared to ask if you say golden showers this podcast ends today well in that case thanks for listening ladies and gentlemen (laughs) oh my god are you in this week (laughs) this week's topic is about cinema, as in movie experiences, as in when you go to a film, you like to be relaxed, you're in your comfort zone, you like to enjoy, you like to embrace the crowd, you like to enjoy the movie, I presume. But also, we used to. well, exactly, we used to, past tense. Movies now become our home and TV become our movies, what we do. But this week, we're going to do things a little bit differently. I want to talk about movies where the crowd plays a massive part in them like participations and stuff like that which to be fair both of you can can easily relate to 
but feel hmm. free to jump in because I'm sure both of you will. Because some of these events or films might sound a little bit familiar. Okay. Um, I guess. I mean, obviously, right now there is no cinema. Yeah. Uh, cinema is dead. Um, but I get what you mean in terms of there is an experience of cinema, mm-hmm. and there are things that are intrinsically linked. So the first thing I think of is going to like I think of little viewings like when I saw Annie in the cinema mm-hmm. that was quite important to me I left there covered in chocolate and in tears um when I went with bruv to see uh, when I took bruv to see Jurassic Park I was, I was, just that, thinking, uh, I was just thinking about Jurassic Park because like <laughs> Jurassic I think... Park uh, I don't think that could be beaten certain things certain experiences I think do belong in cinema yeah, yeah, they I've got, do. I've got to say Jurassic Park was the first film experience where the crowd cheered because like yeah. I've never been in the cinema before where the crowd cheered and when, and when it was that scene where they're surrounded by raptors and the T-Rex just comes with that X mark in the save and everyone just went yeah <laughs> clapping and everything like that that was, that was like my first ever experience with a crowd just cheering in the cinema yeah, because yeah, I, I I feel like used to watch it on used to watch that happen in like TV shows. Mm. I feel like that only happened in America. Mm. Exactly. I actually, I actually did have experience of it in the Caribbean, uh, because I saw Karate Kid two in a drive-through in the Caribbean. Oh, wow. And uh, honestly, it's hilarious because it's just people cussing at the screen. Mm. And what did Ross? And, but it's like it's that continual flow so that more felt like it but like in Karate Kid 2 when um, the scene happens where do you remember where Daniel has to imitate the, the drum the drum movement mm-hmm. and everyone gets their drum out mm-hmm. the noise was hilarious because everyone, it was like it was a rave like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like that's literally not what Daniel San should be doing guys I, <laughs> I really don't think that's what he should be aspiring to be. However, I do get your excitement and thank you for participating. Um, but then when you bust the guy's ass, the sheer like, yes, get him, get him. It basically was our grand on steroids. And that was actually quite a weird experience because as Brother said, I didn't really experience in Britain that experience of people kind of like laughing and thinking at the screen. It had to be something special. And Jurassic Park was that where oh, people were literally like or moving back like i remember like when like when the t-rex like the you first meet the t-rex and it first puts its head like through because everyone had seen that the bit with the eye on the trailer but it's i think no one has seen anything like that before so when they saw the bit where the t-rex actually tries to get into the truck into the jeep that's when kids are <gasps> like kids were like literally like moving back and recoiling back um and that was, yeah, that was, that was, that was a, that was a really good Saturday, I think. Let's have a little girl in front of us when I spot the drink on her. There, there was that. That was that. That was, that was awkward. That was a bit awkward. <laughs> but, you know. but that's the thing. That's what I want to be talking about today is, is those films or key films that have a standout moment where the audience ends up losing it or ends up cussing, or in my case, nearly wants to take someone out and beat them up. Nothing to do with me. Let's get well, that in right now. Well, I had more. I had more of a um, like closer view because I worked in multiple cinemas, mm. so the experiences were like few and far between. But a lot of times, we were, like I remember when I started working in the, in the cinema in Stratham, and mm. um, and it was like I think Harry Potter had just come out. The first Harry Potter film just came out. And at this point, I'd never heard of Harry Potter. I didn't know what Harry Potter was. Didn't know it was a book series. But all I knew it was busy. It was on free screens. I was just, I was so confused. And I sat down and watched it for the first time. And I, I liked it. But, like, seeing the kids just freak out at certain parts, I was just like, I didn't get it. Because obviously I never read the books and I never realised it was a fr- it was this book of a franchise. And, but, like seeing things through other people's eyes is always a treat because it's just that you just you just feel like you're part you, you feel like you're part of the party you're part of the crew kind of thing exactly where it's, like, where it's just like okay i get this i get this and then so so when um so as time went on obviously i've worked in cinema for a few years obviously a multiple harry potter films came in and i got really more heights when the more harry potter film came out so it was just like so it's like yeah i've actually think thanks like that experience through other people I became part of the family because of that. So it's kind of cool when that moments like that happen. 
Almost exactly. And there's been a list of films where I can honestly say went into it with no expectations and just just key things. And when, as you just coined, you're watching it from someone else's point of view, where you see the laughter, the tears, then the absolute anger. And it's funny because it is like you're watching a play in front of you because mm-hmm. you shouldn't be feeling you shouldn't be that much invested or involved, but people lose it. I mean, a prime example to, to get the ball rolling, we've said it a thousand times, but we need to bring it up one more time, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> See, the thing with that is I've, I feel like we watch that grow because I, I have distinct memories of doing, of, of like watching the Avengers with different people, different mm. groups and getting a different reaction each time. So like going to see Iron Man with you guys, it was funny because I think it was quite small. Yeah. And we were kind of like, imagine what it'd be like. <laughs> you know, I remember I was chuckling. Like, <laughs> I've never seen Avengers movie. What are you guys on? So I think because we didn't realize at the time that there was going to be an MCU, it wasn't an event. It was kind of a, let's do that. And if anything, you know, I guess that was always a part of us as a collective is that, whenever anything came out before there was mcu there are certain films that we that we put as events to watch together anyway mm-hmm. so when i think about going to watch equilibrium with you guys going to watch freddy versus jason with you guys yep. um going to watch the matrix going to watch x-men 2 we, we made <laughs> it an event yes we did i've got to say one, tr- wait, i'm gone that's all right go, go bro i've got to say when it comes to like going out going out um I think, I think the first time I fell in love with all of you guys going out to watch films was when X-Men 2 came out. And that was on my list because yeah. I, that was the turning point, I think, for all of us. Yeah, because I, I remember because I... One, X-Men 2 was a, was a banger of a film. It was so it good. Was. It still and, is. And, 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 and like when... Um, when it, it, was the, it was the siege of the mansion. That's when, that's, when, that's when I knew these were my people because it was just the moments yeah. where like, you just see Wolverine being Wolverine. Mm. And then you saw that you saw like glimpses of like Colossus, and everyone, oh my god, it's Colossus! Yeah. <laughs> and like, um, oh, it, 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 you, you just couldn't, you just couldn't make it up. And like, it just we just all we were all like in sync. We laughed at the same times. We, we just screamed at the same times. We just, we, yeah, it was just, it was a great night. That was a great night. That's why I knew. And I literally lost it at the end when I saw the the Phoenix. the the Phoenix. And I was like. Yeah. <gasps> I think I had, to, I had to be restrained. I had to be restrained and calm down, I believe. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like who knew? Who knew I'd never get to see a good Phoenix movie? You still haven't seen a Phoenix movie. Good, I, I haven't seen one. I still haven't seen one. Jesus. Um, you see, it's funny because as soon as you mention X2, which still holds up very well, mm. and another, inc- well, I can't recall incident, another film which comes to mind where, to be perfectly honest, I could have only have seen it with you guys, no one else. And that was The Force Awakes. Oh, The Force Awakens. That yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Now, that the mission was beautiful alo- to, 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 to sit down with you guys and watch. Mm. Yeah. Because as soon as the 20th Century Fox logo came up, that was it for us. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how old we all are, we tried to hold back the tears of the celebration that a brand new Star Wars franchise was starting. Mm. That was it. The, the, in fact, the whole cinema was just silent. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we have to like kind of say like when we started watching a lot of these things and, and basically saying, like when we're saying things like we're going to watch the new Matrix and we're going to dress up and we're all going to be there. <laughs> when this wasn't pop, I cannot express this was not a thing. Like this was not a popular thing. Yeah, we got look, we got we got we got dotty looks a lot of the times. But oh, a lot yes, of times, dotty yeah. looks. But a lot of times, this was not a thing. Like a lot, it was done. But a lot of times when we were together. People just like split like the Red Sea. It was amazing because like mm. they would give us yeah. dirty looks, but like when you saw like a group of like a mixture of black people, white people, like not exactly small people, literally just walking around yep. drenched in black, along with coats blowing in the wind, they parted. <laughs> it was like it, it, it was like we were, we were all Moses at that moment, and we we're just like, oh shit, what the fuck's going on here? Like, it was just yeah. it was it was a oh it was great. It was great. We didn't have to say move. Like no, remember just, that first bit? No. We basically like we took over the front two rows mm-hmm. of Strem, of Strem Odin, and no one. We didn't ask because I was like, they looked and then they saw us all coming of different hench hench sizes and we're like, I just think we're gonna move for these 24 folks, yeah. It's like, yeah, you're gonna have to because we can take it over. And 
I like the fact that even when, as I remember the fact that Matrix, whatever, right, the second Reloaded, Matrix Reloaded, Reloaded when he was finishing and it ended the way on the cliffhanger and we started talking, I literally remember this beat in my head where we went, mm. what you say, what you say, what you didn't really like it, no, we didn't really like it, we have to discuss this right now and mm. we basically started discussing it before the film was done, it just finished and we were like, mm, I need more and everyone started breaking down what these things mean, what the references were and it's weird to see that because we basically took our conversations that we had in the comic shop and started having it in Streatham. Mm. We started talking about the the um, the ideology, the ideology behind it, the um, the things that are fueling it, like Ghost in the Shell, and just literally showing our knowledge, but also sharing it. And I remember people watching us like, "What the hell are these freaks? They're mad," but also being a bit fascinated. And but I, I love the fact that we were laughing and joking and we didn't care and we still don't care. And I remember like I fast forward from that time to going to watch Winter Soldier and that ending and starting to see more people hanging back and doing what we used to do from Reloaded mm. and talking and then go, well, you guys seem to know what you're talking about. And I feel like it sounds like a made-up story, but no joke, because we're that loud and that coarse and we make ourselves known, what happens is more people, when we hang out and, and we watch films, people tend to go, and we have a discussion or debate, people tend to go, well, you guys seem to know what you're talking about. So... It still happens, it still happens to this day. Like last it still week. happens to this day. Because yeah, I, I remember when we went, it was you, me, Clint, and uh, we went to see uh, Black Panther. Yeah, and then, we, sort of, and then we, yeah, we started. We just started talking. Uh, sort, sort, we started just talking and throwing down something. They're like, "Do you know things?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's my job, mate." Yeah. And we started, we started, and then people just started talking and started asking us questions and shit like that. It just, it's just what we do. It's just it's our thing. You know, we we love this stuff, so I'll be more than happy to talk about it for for ages and ages. And that's happened like so after so, especially with the MCU stuff. Mm. That's happened so many times where we end up having conversations, jokes, laughs with people we don't, we've never met. And we're referencing, you know, or he was saying, we're talking, it's like, well, how do you know that? And then you'll go, because sometimes watching you is a masterclass because sometimes like you can see, I know I'm biased, but you can seem very unassuming. So people will start talking and you'll come out with this encyclopedic knowledge where you'll be like, uh, well, oh, yeah, 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 I mean, I guess that happened in issue two uh, about uh, panel five. I, okay, I don't know issues or panels. Okay, bruv, sure, okay, bruv, I do not know big that. Big man, back me. You, no, you've you seen, bro, on seen certain it. things be like, when it's something you're passionate about or an image that's stuck with you, you may not be down to a panel, but you'll be like, the page is like this and you'll be like you will see it you're coming to this da, 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 and you'll see the scene and you'll describe the scene and the amount of times that i've gone to that comic and i've gone this is exactly how that boy described it you know like yeah. not not an inch was lost Literally. the only yeah. thing the only thing if you start to be like well that was like pantone uh hash that's why i'll be like yeah bruv it it's too much now. You're now going down to Pantone <laughs> references and, and fonts, which is usually my bag to be like, oh, I think you'll find that's definitely not Comic Sans. But um, you you are like that, especially if it's something that you are passionate about. You will talk about, you can talk about the fact that, um, you know, this panel reminds you of this issue and that issue, like the world beneath your feet, blah, blah, and you do it. And, I'm like, and then I got world beneath my feet. I was like, this mouthful this story, I've just got that exactly. And the funny thing is that I'm watching a child who admires you and does the same as you. Because when my daughter first watched um, Into the Spider-Verse and she she was upset and the way she was saying, you'll find a site, da, 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 da. and if you pause it, everyone's a panel, everything's a panel, everything's a panel. And I was like, I've, I'm watching this happen again. But this time I'm not watching this little kid be like, this is wonderful. This is amazing. I love it. He's my brother. I'm watching my daughter do it. And it's amazing to behold. But you don't give yourself enough credit. You you have that ability that it stays in your brain, bruv. And you can literally translate that to people and be like, this is what this looks like. This is the impact. And you will pick up the book and be like, this is exactly how he described it, man. 
Yeah, no, this is spot on because I, I can actually vouch for that because it was you that got me into reading the comic version of Superman v Batman. And I remember when you described, I think it was issue two, the massive fight, and you told me that yeah, it was a double page spread, someone gets an uppercut. No, like, really? Yeah. Like, a couple of hours later, read the comic, I thought, oh, well, you, well, hang on, were you the writer of this or something? Because you actually just explained <laughs> I it. I could do the royalties, to be honest. Word for word, from script to screen, you just did it. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Fair enough. Thank you. It's a, it's a gift. <laughs> but you see, there's... Oh, you said fair enough, I said thank you. <laughs> I didn't take you to shut up this time. You should tell people to shut up. I said thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I will say this. For films which I remember watching, Get Out was a turner for reaction from a crowd. Now, like many people, I went, went into this film semi-cautious, thinking, all right, how is this going to pan? It's going to be your typical thriller slash horror. I could honestly say I wasn't expecting it to get out to be that good. Mm. Neither was I. I didn't yeah. see the cinema, unfortunately. I saw it on the plane. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get to get that experience. But I was shook. <laughs> I was no. shook. I was beyond shook. And like, oh, and I have seen. The end of that film. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I honestly, when the lights came on at the end, like, when the, the police lights go in, yeah. I wanted to jump out the plane. I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I just felt so amazing. Like, no, no. And then when it's when it's his boy, I was like, yeah. I honestly, I think I was like, went, fuck yeah, like, on the plane. Because I was just like, thank you. Thank you for giving him a break. Because, yeah. God damn. Oh, yeah. I think that's that's the thing with because I know that um like Martin Scorsese once again has been ranting about you know cinema and blah 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 he he forgets that there's a panoramic happening you know what I mean mm-hmm. um but I and it's it's that thing of being very careful I think because some people almost who were the innovators stick around long enough to become the new gatekeepers especially when they're like anti when they're like very anti streaming and stuff and it's i i think the thing with cinema is it's a constantly evolving experience and i think that gets missed because we when when we're no longer the way it used to be like the way that we remember cinema isn't now the way cinema began i mean cinema used to be an event where people were you know you have a drink and a smoke that a live you know a live or a live orchestra playing along and engagement it became an event and it had, I mean, you know, the money thing is, is an issue we've got to talk about because, you know, back in the day, just to age myself, that day of us going to watch Jurassic Park, I was given like 20 pounds and we could afford two tickets. We could afford snacks and Mickey mm-hmm. D's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't 20 pounds now. I can't take my family. Um, I that's, can't take my family anywhere. Think, like, that's, literally, yourself. that's literally that, a bit that's, higher. That's barely one ticket these days. Like if you, yeah. barely a ticket. Let alone, it's not like I can't do IMAX or anything like that. Um, I can't. I can't do anything like that at all because if I do twenty pound, it's just me going. Mm. That's it. Like I can't take my daughter. I can't. I can't go with my husband. So it's like I basically got to make sure that if I'm just going to see an average film or what what have you, that I have to at least have forty five quid in a bank minimum £45 mm-hmm. in the bank to ensure that me, my daughter, my husband can go cinema, right? Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, we can't have do snacks, bring your own snacks. Okay. And then it's like, so then it goes, right, if, I, if, if every event is £50, right, what am I going to do at £50? Am I going to, And then, but then some people go, oh, then just buy the pass. It's like, yeah, but then the three of us have to have individual passes. Mm. So I've got to spend all that a month. And then, and then it's like, so what am I going to do? watch mediocre movies just to make that count well then so what you end up doing is what we do is we then go if i'm going to spend 50 60 pound it's going to be an event movie it's going to be all of us getting together and knowing that in six months we're going to do it and then we're going to watch it especially now things that i mean when things were getting tired before we had to be aware of, of the money we were using so that's what you end up doing you end up going an event or what you then do is you then go i'm going to treat myself and do special occasion things like i'm going to go to a different kind like the picture house and sit in nice sofas and have nice drinks and watch an event 
or you know, or you'll go. I might even pay more and go secret cinema. Oh yeah. Because because then, then then it's like well if I'm gonna be starting to pay up to fifty and a hundred pounds for this for this thing, what am I getting for my money? And personally, if you're telling me, do you want to go? Do you want to go and rewatch um, Dirty Dancing for the free you to go and rewatch it? It's forty five pounds. Or do you want to put a thirty five pound more on that and do secret cinema? And do secret cinema, and you're actually at Kellerman's. Which you want to do? It's like. Mm. I'll put I'll put five pound on. I'll go I'll go to, I'll go to Kellerman's. Thanks, mm. because then I've got something for it, and it's an experience that you will remember just compared just to an average it, seating. Exactly, because I'm I'm still watching at my I get to watch cinema. It's it's still changing, and it's still the experiences of connecting with people. Like as I said, we we've, we've gone from our thing being the weird thing that we watched and laughed and joked about to being that we're holding court in cinemas throughout the, throughout London talking to people and recommending issues at the end mm. so it's becoming something more and that's why when people sit there and they're like well it ain't the same it's like but then it's been exclusive it's then saying unless you've got money you don't get to play whereas if all you've got is a 10.99 a month for netflix um what are you gonna do and the truth is you can repeat that experience because we've had instances we've had everyone come around here and collectively sit down and watch movies together, engage together, have a laugh and what have you. And, you know, like I saw a weird thing the other day. Like, so yesterday I was watching something on Netflix and I was going through like the, you know, you can check which things are in ultra, ultra high def 4K. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Godzilla. I was like, I'm sorry, what now? Who? What? Which, which one are we talking about first and yeah, foremost? Yeah. There's, there's a... The Broderick edition. The Broderick edition. Uh, do, you know, do, you, do you know what? Actually, it's funny you, you, you actually mentioned that. Because did you know that Godzilla, or as they refer to as Zilla, yeah. is actually canon to the old school Godzilla? Okay, so put this way, put this way. Okay, so, um, so okay, all right, here, I'm going to drop, drop some random knowledge on you. Oh. All right, so there was a um, the company Toho, if I'm not mistaken, who were the guys who did all like most of the kaiju films or the Godzilla ones mm. in particular. They um, um, the last one they were ever, ever going to do was called Godzilla Final War, which was supposed to be like the the um, final farewell of their version of Godzilla, right, and okay. um, it, so they went all out. It was before the um, recent Godzilla film. It was the highest budget Godzilla film to ever made to ever made at the time. So um, what happened randomly? So they um, there were this, there was this alien these aliens that came to attack because like at this point it was like in a distant future, you got people who are mutants, super, superhuman mutants, um, like as you do. Godzilla was a problem, but they had decided to um, bury him in the ice, so he wasn't much an issue. But um, this alien race came in to try and take over, and they basically had control of like random ki- random kaiju's. One random kaiju's mm-hmm. was Zilla, aka. Godzilla, um, how um, how Emmerich ones, whatever they call those guys, one, yeah. and um, so um, so basically they put him in that that Zilla in Australia, destroying Australia, and so when they released Godzilla to kind of take out all the kaiju, basically they had a one on one fight with this with that American Godzilla versus their Godzilla. It was hilarious because he didn't last a second. Literally, he got he tried he tried he got he tried to jump Godzilla Godzilla literally backhand him with his tail into the um the royal opera house and then blew him up and that was it that was literally wow. it <laughs> i learned a lot today yeah, for, you know, yeah. for a laugh guys i would highly recommend you watch godzilla um godzilla final wars it's hilarious it's fun it's random it's just it's 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 yeah it's it's, it's it, it was just i just i just I, yeah just watch it it's fun <laughs> thank you thank you for that wow i didn't know that at all that sounded so posh. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Prideful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was very confused to see the old, there was an ultra high def 4K version of, of that Godzilla on on Netflix. Actually, um, actually, hang on. No, sorry, I was going to say, um, what, both of you, have, okay, what was the first film you ever cried at in cinema? E.T. Yeah, Nishan tells one. <laughs> Mine. I've heard, yeah. I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard stories of Chantel. I've heard legends of it. it Mine actually, good. I didn't see coming. And yeah. Emotional and... backup, man. You know, wow. I never made it to that. That was y'all. I never made it to that. Thank goodness. Emotional backgammon. If you don't know, 
do your homework, guys, but don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth yeah, it. Don't. It's not there worth will, it. There will be no link in the description for this one. <laughs> Emotional backgammon avoid. All right. Actually, I think for me, was a uh, Star is Born. Oh, um, the original or the, the or the remake? The remake. The remake. Okay, I can't, oh, yeah. blame, I can't blame you there, to be fair. Hell of a film. Hell of a You've film. You've never cried before A Star is Born. So was that 2018? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. To be fair, I'm, oh. like to be fair, I didn't start crying. I didn't cry at films until um, because the first one I ever cried at in cinema was Spider Man Two. I think I'm a bit. It's, um, a, it's the bit when he, it's, it's the bit within the um when he stops the the yes! the, the, tr- the train right, <laughs> and he and they, and he goes um someone says look at him he's just a he's just a boy he could be no older than my son. I know you so well. <laughs> and little kids come up and he goes like, oh, you want to tell Spider-Man, welcome won't back. Tell. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and, and yeah, someone gives him the, the mask back and they're like, we won't tell. Oh my God. Yeah, but from that moment onwards, I, like they're, they're, when films get emotional, I will cry now. Like, it was like from my, like, that was the catalyst, that Spider-Man film. So like... So Last I, broken from day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ET broke. ET broke. ET broke. I heard legends. <laughs> yeah. I literally, I literally took took down ABC Stratum. Um, <laughs> my cousin, basically, my little cup. My cousin took me to see uh, ET, and when ET was taken into custody, I lost it. I absolutely lost it and I screamed and said the mother ET's dead and we, <laughs> even when he came back my cousin brought me with brought me with minstrels and that's this day minstrel chocolate and then literally even when though ET came back it's still I was still so overwhelmed that I just couldn't I still was just like yeah yeah like, yeah yeah and even worse I was wearing a yellow dress so and cinema's dark and I was giving chocolate <laughs> so you no. know what happened <laughs> yeah my cousin to this day still brings up brings this up and I, I will impress that this is literally going on for 30 odd years and my cousin still she's like do you remember the thing with the ET yes ESP I do remember <laughs> ET and she's probably going to listen to the podcast and she's probably going to basically call me and then say about ET <laughs> because she could still do a really good impression of me crying at that age about ET dying so yeah. Wow, well, that one I didn't know. I will say one of the funniest laughs I've seen throughout a cinema. And I'm just going to say, name the film, and you guys are going to know exactly what scene. The other guys. <laughs> Sometimes there are some films to me that have a bit that are so funny, I'm glad I'm at home, so I'm going to the toilet. <laughs> And we, can, we, can make, we can make like, it. No. We can make that. No, I was like, yeah. no. Oh my. Oh my. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's the fact that it's got the "There goes my hero" at the same damn time. And you're just like, oh my God. you're just like, I can't believe I'm watching what it's I'm so, watching. It's so dumb. It's so, so dumb. dumb. It's so it. goddamn dumb. Oh, oh god. my god. Oh, yeah. oh. I can honestly say, when I first experienced that scene, the impact, then it was silence. <laughs> and that was it. 20 minutes later, you can ask what was said. People were still crying with laughter over that scene. And he still stands with me. Even see, there you go. <clears throat> just hearing you two alone just sums it up. It just brings me straight back. I've only watched it for once like... now. I need to watch it again. I've only watched it. <laughs> I've watched it for a while because because there are too many jokes in that movie. Yeah. That that is beach. That is the one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Will Ferrell as the pimp. Yeah. Is... <laughs> and the bit when 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 Michael sends out her mum to sell, sell the dirty things to, to him. <laughs> and it's just like I can't. I can't. I can't. I, can't feel. I love I, I love Mark, Mark Wahlberg's reaction. Like, it's, uh, like who who's this? Yeah. Wahlberg, I'm no, seriously, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is why, in a way, I used to, I used, 
I look forward to going like back to Prince Charles Cinema and going like to quote to quote alongs. Yeah. Because honestly, I had to the Anchorman quote along that I went with. Uh, oh, with, whoa, whoa. with there was Lauren an Anchorman quote along. There was an. Yeah, oh, the, no. to be fair, Prince Charles and them, I do it quite frequently. I mean, I'm literally not being paid by them, but <laughs> um, they they used to do one like quite frequently. And um, me, Laura, and Fiona Shanuak, ladies, um, we went. We actually had moustaches, and we basically had quotes printed no out that we said. Way. Yeah, we did. Literally, we went in. Like I, we, I had laminated <laughs> quotes that said like kind of a big deal, and it had like like the station logo and everything. And we had we had uh, mustaches. And at one point, like the bit, honestly, I laughed so hard to hear an entire audience go, "I'm in a glass case." <laughs> and it was just like like so surreal, but so fun. And we were still laughing along with it. And I did, yeah, so if you can do quote alongs, um, please go to them because they are so fun. And some people were dressed up like literally as like the anchor men, and like you know, because you know, brick quotes are always quotable. Yeah. So, and Six Panther, you know, so it's just like. <laughs> actually, actually, before, before going on, um, Big yeah. Man, Yo. you've seen Pain and Gain, right? Well, hell yeah. Okay. Do you, did you notice Kurt Angle in that film? What? Yeah, he's the the guy that the Rock gets into it in the prison, right? Yeah, I didn't. Even, I, yeah. I, I saw it the first time and I was I didn't I didn't notice it. The second time I was like, wait, is that Kurt Angle? Holy shit, it's Kurt yeah. Angle! What? What? That okay, I was... find hard to believe actually happened until I did some research on it because I thought this is next level thickness from beginning to end. Mm. But I love can that I, film. Can I just say that whenever you guys say Kurt Angle, I can't help but think of Hot Fuzz, Morning Angle. Morning angle. <laughs> just whenever you say Kurt Angle, I just think I just see it. Morning angle. Morning angle. Nope. <laughs> hey, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> well, you find enough. You've actually linked me to a next title. Now, this film unfortunately has become a bit of a favourite of mine, which I didn't think it would. Why is it unfortunate? Oh no. Yeah. Hey man, is this where you get to confess that you actually have a copy of Cutthroat Alley on this podcast? No, no, that's that's you, sis man. I know you got one. Yeah, I mean, after the glowing recommendation you gave on IMDb, surely you must Shut have up, the I stand behind everything I said on that. Stand nope. behind, in front, and at the side of everything I said about that. Unfortunately, anyway. this is not Cutthroat. This is Fast and Furious. Which More one? importantly, Fast Five. Yeah. Which was the game changer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wait, is that the one with the best cuss in the world? Is that one with the best cuss in the world? <laughs> oh, oh, no, just, no, that's, that's part, around our forehead. No, that's part six. That's part six. That's the best cuss in the world. You done With the Fast and Furious franchise, like many people, the first few films, all right, first one was good, started off well, good story, then became the classic Too Fast, Too Furious with your boy Shan, uh, Mr. Tyrese. What's going Shut on, bro? Tyrese! <laughs> Get back, get back on that bus, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> always. Tokyo Drift. Shut up. So, Tokyo Drift, I admit, completely gave that a swerve. We turned for Fast 4, not for Fast 4, aka the Fast and Furious. I remember saying to myself, you know what, yeah, they need to do something. I've got an issue and you brought it up. The titles, right? The titles. The titles yeah. It's yeah. the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's things that add unnecessary the into things. I'm like, stop it. Yeah, because like, yeah, like, you find about Funnest Nation and Fast and Furious is one of them. It's like, no, it's yeah. the. Fast no, it's, and no, the, the first like, one's no. okay. The first is one is Fast and Furious. The fast second one is too Fast and Furious. The first one is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. The fourth one is Four. the Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they start doing like Fast Five, Furious Six, Tenacious Seven. Seven. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> this one. <laughs> yeah. That's just, yeah. I have issue when they add this. So Finest Nation. Look at you. The final no. Just caught, and it's four again, isn't it? Why is it? Why was it four? Everyone loses their goddamn minds. Well, who knows? No, you know just... what it is? It reminds me of, of that time that everyone people went through where they put they tried to put numbers in to replace letters in the titles of things. It's like <laughs> why some folks are dyslexic, dyspraxic. That's not helping nothing. Please stop it. Stop but, it. Put it down. Five. You saying that? 
the minute one Dwayne Johnson appeared on the screen. Oh my God. Cinema lost its <laughs> shit. And to be fair, I forgot. Even now, I can't even bring, bring the it's, word out. I remember. I remember. Yeah. Because that, like <laughs> that was literally. Because I was a cheerleader. Yeah. Because I was literally one. <laughs> The Rock is our boy. The Rock is our, yeah, always going to be real. our boy. And two, that we literally just yeah. watched him become the biggest star in the world at that moment. Because mm. he literally, we came Very out, right, still a fuck away from me. I was like, <gasps> yeah. oh, yeah. Dwayne, Shane, Shane, Dwayne's insane. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> and the fight. And that's and the, what it needed. That's yeah. what it needed, the game changer. Mm. And that's when, it, that's when it became like, Old school action films, and that from that point onwards, it's like it was going to be ridiculous, and that, and, it's, and from this, and, from, and it's been ridiculous ever since. I mm. love, I love the. Oh no, we would we, we call it the FF, FF, the U. I don't know you want to call it the Fast and Furious universe, <laughs> the FFU. Oh, but like, because like, like with um, with Hobson Shaw, it just Alba as a as the bloody Terminator, basically, which was amazing. Mm. Apparently, he's coming back in the second one. Don't know how they're going to make oh, it work. I, apparently, I can't wait to find out. Well, Blasted yeah. Man's back. Damn straight. I'm Bla- yeah, oh, he's got Brixton. He was called Brixton. <laughs> I'm Black Superman. Yes, you are, you Brixton son of a bitch. I love yeah. you, son. Oh. Chocolate guinea. That's the chocolate guinea up right there. Mm. <laughs> a lot, a lot, like if you if you've seen if you've seen um um Hobson Shaw, I love that they integrated his song into the fucking soundtrack into the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have that like, cast, you have you basically hear just Alba. Sing the song while he's chasing them. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, another film because I, I like that they, they lean into it. It's like, oh, no, we're not taking ourselves seriously, and why should we? Mm. It's like, yeah, and it's also it's like that's not what you're here for. It's like, yeah, it's true. I'm not. I'm not here for a serious Shakespearean dive. This ain't Tenet. I don't. I don't want that. I want. I am here to see The Rock hold a helicopter with a chain to of a course. car. That's what I'm here that's to see. What... If, I want, if you want to see that, get out of my cinema. Are they going space next? Is it space? Well, I've heard that rumor. Oh. If it, if it, okay, I don't think it's going to be number nine, but it's going to be. I got be. I got things going to be number ten. Number ten, they're going well, to go space. I like I said. I just want to know how uh, John Cena is playing Vin Diesel's brother. But you know what? Okay, let me ask you. I'll, 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 I'll answer your question with a question. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What color is Vin Diesel? There you go. And it's all. Yeah. I, I <laughs> and also, God, not being funny, but you know you want to see him. Oh, oh it's, so, it's so sweet. Bless her. Do you know why it's so sweet? Because she doesn't really know wrestling anymore, but she, that's that's her I thing, and, that, and and that's what she does, and I love it. I love it. And dropped it in brilliantly. Yeah, I true. try, and I like the fact that y'all didn't get there first. I was like, "Hey, oh. come because we can't see him." See, look, look, what I did there. Very well, but you know, another title which I have to admit. I saw this in IMAX a few years ago, again. Still, when set character appears on screen, whole cinema went silent. The Dark Knight. Hmm. Oh, Joker. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, yeah. Yeah. See, okay, here is... um, I have issues with (laughs) Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here she comes. Okay. With, here she comes with negativity. Here we go. Go on then. Yep, that's me. Bring, bring the mood um, down. I'm <laughs> okay. As a piece of work that says, can Batman be lifted into the real world? Yeah, it's really good. Um, I like it from that point of view. And I have butts. And my big butt, and I'm sure you lot know what it is, it is, is the Strepsil's voice of one Christian Bell. Christian Bell is not our Batman. He's not our Batman. Batman. He's not, he's not Batman. believable as Batman. He doesn't make no sense. And the worst thing is, is everybody else around him is better. Yeah. Everybody else. Everybody else from the very first one is better. Everybody else. And because, yeah, because like, in, in the first one, that's why I actually genuinely liked Christian Bell in the first one. He, he, that's mm. when he, that was my favourite Batman. That's my that's my favorite version of his Batman there, but when it from yeah. Dark Knight to um to Rise of Rise of the Dark Knight, it was like, mm. I yeah he got annoying and yeah. it, he really? just he just didn't he wasn't he just wasn't my Batman like my Batman doesn't make mistakes like that like my it felt like caricature as well it felt like it was a bit like when he was doing the whole you know uh, Bruce Wayne thing as a kind of international sex machine it's like dude seriously stop it and then someone go oh that's not what it's like no 
do some reading, do some research. No, I'm sorry, that that's that's not it. And there's a way to play it. And I think it's this that's been consistent from my favourite, which is Michael Keaton, through to the animated series, which is also another like top favourite of mine, um, that didn't flow. And it's the fact that other people, except Katie Holmes, were oh, and Anne Hathaway were better than him. And this is the funny thing, because I've had a conversation with Uncle and a few other people about this, and don't get me wrong, Heath Ledger's performance was unbelievable as the Joker. That was the Joker we've all wanted to see, where you feel uneasy around him, because you have no idea what's going to come next. Yeah. But for me, Aaron Eckhart as Harvey Dent was the show stealer of that film. Oh, God, yeah, he was good. Mm, he, was, he was great. He was yeah. understated. He was so damn good. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart and... does not get enough love. He no, enough he love. Does. no, he doesn't. You no, know what? Um, is he in? I think he is in a really good Stephen King um, story, and short. I guess he got like a little short film hmm. on Netflix, and it's called Nineteen Eighteen. Okay. Is that Eckhart? Or is that Thomas? Is that Thomas? No, Jane? that's Thomas Shane. They, they do yeah. look very similar. Damn it. They look that's very the thing. Similar. I do get Eckhart and Thomas look... Shane confused. <laughs> the, 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 the difference between the difference between him and Thomas Shane is the jawline. Like Eckhart's got a thicker jawline, yeah. but they both got bum chins. So I can and they do have very similar looks. To be fair, but yeah, Eckhart doesn't yeah. get, get enough love. He's a, he's a bloody blind. But he doesn't girl. get enough. Okay, wait. Okay, is it? J- oh, here we go again. Is it Jane or Eckhart in the Expanse? I don't know. I haven't watched The Expanse, so I don't know. Oh, I okay. think it is Jane in The Expanse. <laughs> See? See? You just have a whole time. Oh, I'm really sorry, Aaron Eckhart. You don't oh, know. God. Okay, Aaron, Aaron, Eckhart, Aaron Eckhart wasn't Aaron Brockovich, and I will stand behind that. He definitely wasn't that. No, no was like, Jane. Don't be Thomas Jane, Chantal. Don't be Thomas Jane. No, Eckhart, last month for Eckhart, he was in... What's the name of those Joe Butler films? Oh, oh um, Olympus has fallen in London as well. Oh, no. Yeah. To be fair, he was good. He was good. He, I'm sorry, I, I, I will stand by those films. No, you know what? The last one I loved. I, thought that I, haven't, watched the, I haven't watched the last one yet. Yeah, that one's really, really good. But now apparently it's been turned into a TV series with Butler's returning as well. What else is he going to do? Well, apparently wow. he's got some wow. film out recently... Like some disaster. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on. Um, yeah, it's on um, Amazon. But that's that is what he's become now. Oh, he's, he was. In the, he was, okay. It was him. He was in the core. I actually like the core. It's you like the core? Yeah, it's a good disaster film. Mm. Uh, was he in Battlefield Los Angeles as well? I think so, but I never watched it, so I couldn't tell. That you. wasn't too bad. I might have to rewatch that. It has been a few years. Aaron, yeah, he, Aaron Eckhart was in Aaron Brockovich. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, goddamn. I was going to say, um, Thomas Jane hasn't been the same since he did Punisher because he was doing all lighthearted stuff, then made that, and then he just went dark. <laughs> real dark, real quick. But it's because he he did he did it so damn well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a shame you about know, the film itself, though, to be fair. Shame about the film itself, you know. He was good. But, but and then the look, then the mist come you lot. Thomas Shane um, was top, um, dude, I've yeah. only watched the mist once. I'm never watching it again. That's how good it was. It made me too uncomfortable. I can't watch that film again. Yeah, and <laughs> and he was brilliant in it. And he was I fully fully admit I am a big Stephen King fan. But as I said before, just because I'm a Stephen King fan does not mean I'll go easy. I will come in hard for Stephen. Um, and not but and not everyone can can get Stephen King, um, and translate his work well. And also be his protagonist or antagonist. But mm. actually, the film's called 1922, not 1918. I'm sorry, my bad. Um, but Thomas Jane does this thing where he is practically, he does a practically indecipherable Nebraskan accent and his hench as the day is long. I was mm. like, what? Are you doing? But he is a fan. He's a fantastic actor, Thomas mm. Jane. I love but his. I love his good as well. Yeah, I love Thomas James Cameron in Scott Pilgrim. It was just hilarious. That was hilarious. Oh, that that was so. <laughs> chickens are vegan. That's not chicken. Yeah, chickens are vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chicken parmesan on this day in nineteen twenty. That's not vegan. Oh my god! I will say is one last film I have to recommend, which I have to admit, the hype was real. The trailer certainly did it justice, and then seeing it in a cinema from the opening segment. The crowd were in stitches from beginning to end. Florida and Rock. Deadpool. Oh, that too. Um, 
<laughs> Deadpool, 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 to be fair, Deadpool was a long time coming. Yeah. Deadpool yeah. was a long time coming. Like, I was the Austin see that in cinema because once again, like that's the unfortunate I didn't get around because I just I yeah, sorry, yeah, I, think I didn't see I, I didn't see yeah, I didn't see I didn't see part two in cinema, I saw part one in cinema definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's a, sh- it's a shame, but I think I did get to see it with you guys and and that was just what's well, a brilliant and a long time coming. Yeah. Mm. Um but I think I, I, I would be interested, uh, you know, obviously the Black Panther experience was something that was one of those you had to have been there. Um, actually, yeah. actually, actually, you know, let me talk about experience because I remember, okay. So this is an experience that, that took, me by, took me by complete surprise. So um, mm-hmm. I get a message from um, uh, a friend of mine called Colonel Sparks and she goes, Warren, have you seen Winter Soldier? And what confused me about that sentence, <laughs> what truly confused me about that sentence, because if you know Colonel Sparks, a.k.a. Chantel, a.k.a. the, the host of the show, what? she hates Captain America. So yep. I was confused to say why she's asking me about Winter Soldier. And I'm like, wait, you've seen Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't seen it yet? No, no, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, com- I'm coming to see you now. We're going to watch it tonight. I was like, wait, 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 wait okay, okay, okay. Yep. I was yep. so confused, but that experience of my sister finally enjoying the experience that is Captain America, because I've always liked Captain America. Grant, he is a, he's a Boy Scout, but he's a Boy Scout you can get behind more than Superman personality, I think. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and like yeah. seeing seeing Winter Soldier, I could I get why she was hyped because Winter Soldier was it like like the best way to describe the best way I, I would describe Winter Soldier um, when it comes to um, MCU films. It is the born identity of the MCU films. It's like the born because like it was just like it was just like a suspense, a good suspense um, action thriller, and mm. it was done so well. The choreography was on point. It was um, oh, the, the fights were just beautiful. The story was great. You were invested in all the characters. It and you just saw this huge conspiracy unfold before your eyes. It was just brilliant, and it was just the experience of just. Having my sister say, "Okay, I'm taking you to the cinema to see Captain America film," will never get old for me because, <laughs> again, she hates she hates Captain or hated Captain America. Hmm. I did. I really did not like <laughs> Captain. I don't. If you if you want me to hate a character, make it a Boy Scout, and I will hate it to the death. Like, there's a reason I hate Scott in um, X Men. Like, I don't care. You can tell me he goes duck and like, I don't care. Scott Summers, just go. Just literally any iteration of Scott Summers has ever been. I'm pretty sure Tom Hardy was. I'm not still. I still hate him. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, still but, when, but, but but yeah, but if you but if you're gonna call any boys, like, you're gonna call Captain America. I know you are. You, you'll get. But Cap, the game, the game, just the game changed. I believe I may have paid to see that movie three times. I remember when I told you about Winter Soldier in advance. You're only like, no, I'm not having it. I went, sis, listen. Yeah, I'm not one that, to even tell you about Captain America. Honestly, that <laughs> represented the game changer. Yeah. Seeing Winter Soldier was like. Oh shit! Okay, because it was like up until this point we'd had a, a flavor and a feel of of the MCU, but the idea that you were going to get a different flavor of a film, I didn't think could be done. And the fact that I do not like and did like I didn't I don't like the first Avenger. It's still one of my least my least favorite um, MCU. MCU movies. Mm. There are two I really just dis- I really don't like in the MCU. Four Dark World. First one. The first yeah. What's that? Four Dark, Four World, Dark World, World. World. Yeah, don't like. Them. I, I saw. Um, and I've, and I've even re- I've even rewatched with that and be like, yeah, it's still there. I don't like them. Um, I, I just I just don't. And especially because what's and if anything, Thor Ragnarok has made Thor Dark World even worse. Yeah. Mm. Um, for me, just for me personally, it's just like it just is a film that doesn't hit the points for me. And like I said, there were some interesting bits and bits that are funny. It just didn't hit the points and that's a shame because i like cat dennings i like you know i, I like the, the cast in general but it just didn't hit for me but winter sold was a goddamn game changer mm. yeah, uh, absolute from the on your left was a game changer yeah, and i was like say, bruv I've, now yeah i've got i've got to say like when it, i love game changing films because like when thor Ragnar- when i saw thor ragnarok that just 
it had been such a long time since I laughed that much and was just enjoying the ride. Oh. It was just so, it, it was a breath of fresh air, that film. It was just so good. I just can't get over how fun, like, I know people complained about how funny it was. It shouldn't have been that funny, but I'm sorry, considering how the last couple of films were in that series, yeah, it needed to be, it needed something. And it just got a burst of vibrancy when it, when it with, with um, Mr. Taika Waititi. Every time, every time. When when I heard he was he was directed, I was so happy because I love his work mm. and I've loved I've loved him from what we do in the shadows. That was when I was like, <laughs> this man is uh, absolutely phenomenal. And yeah, definitely. Actually, do you know do you know the little things they did the little um vignette? Oh, I don't know vignette, what we call them vignettes, but do you know when um for for what was was coming out and they did these little shorts where he was um, had a roommate with a guy with that guy. Hmm. Did you see the follow-up to that where he was? Um, where it was Jeff Goldblum. No, I didn't. Because like, oh, yeah, because obviously, um, obviously, like, um, all directed by Taika Waititi, and mm. like, so basically, what happens is, um, Thor, like, it's like because like two, there's like two vignettes of that with um, with Thor and um, Daryl or Darren, I think his yeah, name da- was. Yeah. Um, and um, then there's a third, like, because basically, like, he's asking Thor for rent in the second one. So, like, and Thor's like, well, <laughs> I can't, like, it's like giving Asgardian coins. He's like, I, I can't, I can't do anything with that. And, and how, how about we, how about we get a servant? We'll get a servant, yeah? We, we, I need rent. So, we're getting a servant, yeah? Okay, we're getting a servant. And, um, <laughs> but in the third part, um, the Grandmaster, aka Jeff Goldman, yeah. comes, it becomes his new roommate. And it's just so funny. it's so funny. It's Jeff Goldblum just being Jeff Goldblum. And it's like there's a, there's a moment where they form a band. Oh god. And one, oh, of, god. The, and one of the guys in the band isn't very good. So so he melts him. I was gonna say he's gonna melt him, right? And then like and he goes like um, yeah, it's like that was kind of awkward. Um, and then like I was like, we, we should, we should, we should call his parents. Like we should let his parents know what happened. He was like, All right, I'm gonna let you do that. But yeah, but yeah, you should do that. You should get on that. And it's just, it's just so funny. I would highly recommend if you can find these vignettes. They're like the like like kind of like semi short, semi short film, semi like trailers for the for Ragnarok. I highly recommend. They're hilarious. And if you uh, haven't watched what we do in the shadows, uh, it's on Amazon Prime. No. Uh, watch it just just bloody watch it even though i haven't watched the series to it and i've still heard good things about the series Mm. please watch it because that if you enjoyed for uh thor ragnarok enjoyed that kind of weird awkwardness you will absolutely love uh, and if you, you love and if you also enjoy the last episode of season one of mandalorian which was directed by taika waititi and you will definitely like that (laughs) Definitely. Oh, God, definitely. And I think I mean, you just summed it up. Summed up beautifully. Yeah. yeah. I mean, other than that, I'm not going to go into the full station about the ever-changing touches of, of films into the zeitgeist and cinema. And so I think it's for another time. Yeah. I mean, what the hell did you this. just say? <laughs> zeitgeist? Is that a bad guy from Final Fantasy? Zeitgeist? Yeah, I killed him in Final Fantasy Yeah, I, I swear I did. He was oh, one of the ones with, the, with, with no one in the chest, right? I was zeitgeist, right? Right, on that note, I oh. guess it's time to wrap this up. I think I was wrong. Am I wrong? I'm wrong. I'm, I'm this, has been a weird, this has been a weird episode. And can we just say right now, Big Man, you're never starting again. I told you. I don't know what I did wrong. I thought I did all right. We don't, you know what? That's not the question. What did you do right? On I that note. That's a very good question. <laughs> no, you're banned. You're banned from the intro. On that note, thank you very much for listening and giving us your time and your ears. Bruv, I'm going to start with you this time. You know, what's your mm. socials? You can find me on YouTube under Instant Classic Gaming, or you can find me on Twitch, Instant Classic underscore Gaming. Also, TikTok as well, and Instagram under the same thing, Instant Classic underscore Gaming. Big man, go on, say your socials. That's okay, thank you. I'm on Twitter underneath War3782. And I'm on Instagram underneath Mr. Roberts underscore V1. You can e- email me at uh, Avengers at gmail.com. I promise one day we'll tell you the story behind that. Uh, you, can, uh, you can get us on Instagram at messedappod and at Twitter and mess. Uh, on that note, thank you for listening. And uh, take care, stay safe, and we'll speak you know to you very, very soon. Let me end on the, jo- on the joke.
Go on then. Ask me how dark is my humour. How dark is your humour? It picks my cotton for me. <gasps> what? Have a good day. And that's why we're messed up. Produced by the St. Jude's Avengers, edited by Instant Classic Gaming, and music produced by Box Room Music. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.